Proverbs uh, chapter 21 verse. Look in verse 1. The Bible says, Wine is a mocker and strong drink is a raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby he is not wise. You can be seated tonight. Let's ask God to help. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight. Uh, we thank you again, Lord, for just the mercy and the grace that you've given us. Uh, the love of my soul. Lord, we couldn't even thank you enough uh, for it all tonight. For just the love you've given us. Ain't even deserving of it. And we sure do thank you for Jesus who loved us enough that we could get saved. And Lord, we ask tonight you'd help us while we might preach for just a little while. Uh, Lord, I pray tonight that as this message goes out, that the Holy Spirit would take it and deal with men and women's hearts tonight, boys and girls. And Lord, as we're going to preach on the line liquor bottle, I ask tonight, God, that you just help folk. Uh, in a day and time when it seems like that nobody really cares about this, that Lord, you've had a lot to say about it uh, in your Bible tonight. And I pray, Lord, that we'd see everything you'd have us to. We sure do love you and thank you for loving us. Touch us and anoint us afresh for just a little while. Encourage us by the Word of God. And we're going to thank you for it all. Say that sinner's newest tale. For these things in Jesus' name we do ask and pray. Amen and amen. As we look, as the Bible said in verse 1, Wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby... Uh, is not wise. Now, when it talks about this uh, wine and this uh, strong drink, uh, notice what it said in the latter part of the verse, uh, and whosoever is deceived. Uh, the line liquor bottle is a deceptive thing tonight. Uh, alcohol, uh, uh, it seems like that that is something that has become socially and morally and religiously accepted today, but I believe the Bible is far against uh, uh, and that strong drink. Uh, only two times in the Bible can I even come close uh, uh, to finding where it's acceptable. One is in the book of Proverbs 31 when he said, Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that are of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. He's talking about those that are fixing to die. He's talking about those that are fixing to leave this world. Uh, he said you can give it to them and it will make them forget. Uh, and then the Apostle Paul told Timothy, he said, Drink no longer water, uh, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. Now uh, he must have pastored a Baptist church is all I know to say. I've been taking, I asked my wife last night as I was, Looking over this message, I hollered at her from my study. I said, how long have I been taking stomach medicine? Uh, she said, a long time. I said, uh, Timothy must have been pastor in a Baptist church. But uh, here it was used for medicine. And uh, Listen, and let me say this, that uh, if you can take it by the teaspoon, you might get away with it. But if you've got to take it with a shot glass, there's something wrong tonight. Amen. Uh, it was like Lester Flatt. I, I'm not going to agree with what he done. Uh, but Lester Flatt said this, when he promoted his shows, uh, it was always a good, clean, sober show. And uh, he told his fiddle player when he came to get on the bus for the first time, he said, now we don't allow no drinking uh, uh, on the show. But he said, if you want to take a little nip before you go to bed, uh, uh, he said, I believe that would be all right. And that's what Lester Flatt said. And so he said this, he said that night before my fiddle player went to bed, said he went to bed 37 times. Y'all catch on to that here in this little bit. Wow. 
and that is the justification for a lot of people's reason to drink. Uh, they say, well, the Bible said a little wine. Uh, uh, listen, I, I, I'm tonight, I believe we've got enough stomach medicine uh, uh, to make it through. Uh, and so when, when the Bible talks about alcohol and talks about wine, is it all alcohol? Uh, not all the time. Wine is a generic term in the Bible. Very first mention of wine in the Bible is literally talking about something that was alcoholic. And Noah began to be a husband, the Bible said. And he planted a vineyard and he drank of the wine and was drunk. And then he was uncovered within his tent. So the very first mention of wine, we do find that it is alcoholic. Deuteronomy chapter 11, the Lord is telling the children of Israel about how He'll bless them. He said that I will give you the rain of your land in His due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thine oil. You don't gather in wine, you gather in grapes. You don't gather in oil, you gather in olives. Second Chronicles 31, he said, And as soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in abundance of the first fruits of corn, wine, and oil, and honey, and of all the increase of the field and the tithe, of all things brought they in abundantly. It is a generic term. Just like meat in the Bible is generic. Just like corn is generic. Uh, all those things, uh, it's a generic term. Proverbs thirty, he said, or Proverbs three, he said, so, thy, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Talking about grape juice. Isaiah sixty five said, Thus saith the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster. He's talking about it's still sitting as the grape uh, uh, in the cluster that's on the vine. Uh, uh, he, he's talking about that, uh, uh, and so it can refer to the grape on the vine. Uh, uh, it can refer to grape juice, or it can literally talk to something that is alcoholic. So the Bible is generic in its term when it talks about wine. You have to read the text in the context. So we find that wine is a mocker and strong drink is a rage and whosoever is received thereby is not wise. So the question always comes to this, well, does, did Jesus uh, not turn the water into wine uh, at the wedding of Galilee? He did. Was it alcoholic? That's always a good question. And people always, there's two places where they always want to run to. One is a little wine for thy stomach's sake, and Jesus turned the water into wine. I don't believe he turned it into alcoholic wine. I do not. And I'm going to show you why I believe that tonight. Uh, in Habakkuk chapter 2, he said, Woe unto him that giveth his neighbor drink, that puttest thy bottle to him, and makest him drunken also, that thou mayest look on their nakedness. So right here we find that in the, in the Word of God, uh, He said, Woe unto them that giveth his neighbor uh, to drink. So now do you think that over in the wedding of Cana of Galilee, do you think that Jesus uh, gave them something that they could get drunk on? Just asking you a question tonight. Jesus said, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. He did not come to deceive men, but He come to save men. And so tonight, when he talks about wine is a mocker and strong drink is a raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise, I just cannot imagine, I cannot foresee that in John chapter 2 that he would have gave them something that would harm them. I just don't see that tonight. 
knowing what he said about warning him that giveth his neighbor drink and putteth the bottle to him. I just, I, I just can't see that. Now the question is, uh, is it possible... And I'm going to get here in a minute, but is it possible for somebody that is saved to get caught up in this? Well, sure it is. 1 Corinthians 5, the Apostle Paul told us here, he said, But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother. Now he's talking about saved folk. He's talking about saved folk. He said, If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, a covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such a one, no not to eat. He said, So if they're a drunkard, he said, you don't need to eat with them. But I want to look tonight at how alcohol lies to you. Notice what he said in the text verse that it is that wine is a mocker and strong drink is a raging. Uh, and then he said, and whosoever is deceived thereby, he is not wise. Now that, that drink will affect you uh, uh, in a way that number one, first of all, uh, uh, it affects your judgment affects your judgment tonight. I mean, that's the reason you can't drink and drive. I mean, you can, but you're liable to get killed and kill somebody. I mean, it's hard enough to be out here uh, on the roads uh, uh, trying to uh, trying to drive sober, uh, let alone uh, uh, if you were drunk. Proverbs chapter 31, you can go over there and look, uh, but you find about King Lemuel, uh, and you know what it says? It said the words uh, of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. So now you find right here a mother giving uh, her son, who is king, uh, some very good uh, uh, advice. What, my son, and what the son of my womb, and what the son of my vows, give not thy strength unto woman, neither uh, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings only, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink, lest they for drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. So it will affect... Your judgment. You can't make good. It's, it's, like, it's like taking medicine sometimes. You, 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 there's some medicine that you take will affect your judgment. You drink alcohol, it'll affect your judgment. I can handle it. It's already got you. you and when you think you can handle it, you've done lost. I mean, you, you have already lost uh, uh, what's happening. It is very deceptive. It, it affects you. That's why people think they can get in a car and drive. Uh, uh, that, that old song uh, uh, out of the 90s, I believe it was, what was it, 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Uh, I mean, you drink that stuff. Uh, what is it? Hooch, rock, gut. Uh, uh, I mean, booze and liquor and all that mess. Uh, uh, listen, it'll end up getting you killed eventually if you let it. It affects judgment. Isaiah chapter 28. But they have also erred through wine and through strong drink or out of, and through strong drink are out of the way. The priest and the prophet have erred through strong drink. My soul, look who he's talking about. He's talking about the religious leaders. He said they've erred through strong drink. They are swallowed up of wine. They are out of the way through strong drink. They err in vision. They stumble in judgment. They can't make it, you see. For all tables are full of vomit and filthiness, so that there is no place clean. Whom shall teach knowledge, and whom shall uh, make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from milk and drawn from the breast. In other words, somebody that has some, uh, somebody that has some spiritual maturity about them. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here little and there little. 
He said their problem was is they had erred in judgment. And then he talks about somebody that's got maturity. The mature Christians should know enough how to stay away from this stuff. I should never have to preach on this. But it, it has become so socially and religiously and morally accepted. I, I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, it's amazing that the cry that was... I still remember, we done a lot of street preaching back in the day when, when Athens was, was going to have liquor by the drink. And I can still remember when you couldn't sell beer on Sunday. I liked that. I did. I liked it. I it was fun to watch people go into a restaurant sometimes and want to order beer and they'd tell them, no, we can't sell it on Sunday. I like that myself personally. But uh, I, I remember and that, that was something they stuck by. Uh, that, that when they got liquor by the drink, that allowed beer to sell on Sunday. But that's a whole other uh, thing. But everybody's crying was, well, well, we'll get better restaurants uh, uh, if we have liquor by the drink. Uh, one, that was a lie. We never got a better restaurant and it didn't make no never mind no how. Shouldn't have made no never mind. It just affects judgment. Lemuel's mother taught him that it's not for kings. You'll forget the law and pervert judgment. It'll cause you to do wrong things. Genesis chapter 19. Lot's two daughters got him drunk and committed incest with their father. Why? He was drunk. 2 Samuel chapter 13, Absalom is going to go kill Ammon because of what he done to Tamar. The Bible said, Now Absalom had commanded his servants, saying, Mark you now when Ammon's heart is merry with wine. And he said, And when I say unto you, Smite Ammon, then kill him, fear not. Have not I commanded you to be courageous and be valued. Why could they do that? Because Ammon is going to be drunk at this time and he's not going to be able to defend himself. Men that would not normally hurt their children or their wife, some of them become a mean drunk. Some of them are a happy drunk. Some of them are a stumbling drunk. I don't care what you are. I think the Bible teaches against it that it is very deceptive and it will affect your judgment. Take your Bible and go to the book of Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs 23. I, I, I remember I remember a boy that I worked with. I think I've told you all this story before. I, I, I remember his name was Sam. He didn't work with us too long over there in Edwall, but I remember he come in one day and uh, he, he, man, he was beat black and blue. I mean, just beat black and blue, had black eyes, and I mean, just beat to death. And he'd been out drinking the night before and or over the weekend. I don't remember what it was. And uh, I, I, he was telling that man that he'd got into a fight and uh, they'd got him on the ground and, and all he could do was roll over and hide his face uh, and they just beat the fire out of him. Why? He was drunk. He couldn't defend himself. Oh, that won't happen to me. Look in, look in chapter 23 of the book of Proverbs, verse 29. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of us? You know, it ain't changed. Not one bit has it. If nothing has changed about drinking alcohol. Not a thing. It's still that way today. It still affects men and women uh, 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 and young people and old people alike. It still does that very thing. 
It causes woe and sorrow and contentions. Who hath babblings, just running off at the mouth? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine, look thou not upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth its color uh, in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. At the last, not at the first, but at the last, it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, thine heart shall utter perverse things. Can I, can I stop right here and say this? I, I remember a song that Mickey Gillis sung uh, years ago. And you remember I told you I grew up with all kinds of music. But, but he, sung, he, he sung a song uh, that, that said all the girls get prettier at closing time. And if you listen to that song, I actually went and looked the lyrics up on it last night. Uh, it, it, it talks about how uh, that, that the, more, the more he would drink, the more that those women's looks would change. Uh, and notice what he said right here. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Go read Proverbs 5, 6, and 7 about the strange woman. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or he that lieth upon the top of a mast. They have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I wake? I will seek it yet again. Do you see the trouble that was caused from the woe and the sorrow to the fighting, the contentions, to the babblings just running off, uh, to the redness of eyes and the wounds without cause, whether somebody done it to them or whether they just fell down? I really don't like a drunk. I really don't. I really can't stand being around them. Can I say this? I never grew up around that. I praise God for that. Well, I, my, my mom and dad never had it in the house. My wife never grew up around that. And, and I, I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody. I'm telling you, we never, had to, we never had to deal with that. That was something we did not have in our home. Uh, I, 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 there, hey, listen, my daddy, I, I don't know what he'd done prior to when I come along, but i never seen him take a drink. I've, I've never heard him talk about it. My mama, I, I've never heard any of that stuff. I've never had to grow up with it. But I do know this, that everything that he says right here, I know it's true because he says it, but I know it's true because I've witnessed every bit of this in other people's lives. The woe and the sorrow and the babblings and the contentions and the wounds and, and, and the redness of eyes and how, how at the end it gets you, you see. I, I said this the other night about, uh, was it last week, last Sunday, I talked about that boy that died right down here at the end of the road I, I, all because of his drinking. It'll cause you to see things wrong. It'll cause you to speak things wrong. You know, the Bible says, out of the, heart, uh, out of the heart, the mouth speaketh, you know. He said, thine, thine eyes eye shall behold strange women. That's that one you need to stay away from, man. That's, that's, that's that harlot over there. That's that one that's trying to get you and catch you and cause all kinds of problems. He said, thine heart shall utter Perverse things. Normally that, that would not be said. Normally when you're in your right mind. Can I park right here and talk about this right here? A lot of for whatever reason, people don't want to be in their right mind anymore today. I hate being out of my right mind. Now I, listen, there, there's times that I like to find rest. Don't, don't misunderstand me. And I want my mind to slow down. And I want my mind to be calm. And I struggle with that sometimes. And I fight in my mind and all those things. But I sure do like being in my right mind. 
I like having control of my faculties. I like having control of them. He said, here's where we're going to end up at, though. You'll be like the one that lies down in, 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 in that ship in the midst of the sea that's on the top of that mast that's just back and forth. He said, they've stricken me and beaten me and I wasn't sick. And He said, I didn't feel it. And he said, when, when shall I wake? When, when am I going to come out of this thing? When, when is this going to go away? When, when am I going to change things? When, when, when is this all going to come to an end? And then he said this, but he said, I will seek it yet again. Just go right back to it. You know, but it happened to them according to the true proverb that always turned to his own vomit again and the sow was washed in her wallowing in the mire. I, I, you know, I, I've said this before. I, I can remember when, when I learned when, when I learned how to smoke cigarettes and 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 and, and cigars and, and all that mess. And and I, I remember turning. I remember we got some in cheap cigars one time. And and I, I never I, I wouldn't know what a good one was like. But I can tell you what a cheap one's like. It'll turn you green. I can tell you that right now. And that's funny. It is funny because I did turn green. I turned every color green that uh, you can imagine. But the problem was, I, I, I wish that I'd have turned green and been smart enough to have left it alone. You see, that's the problem. We don't learn, do we? But it causes all kinds of trouble. It causes home trouble, life trouble. It causes job trouble. Men and women have lost their jobs because they couldn't leave the drinking alone. It's busted up marriages because it couldn't be left alone. It just caused all kinds of problems. It costs. There's a story about Mel Trotter. Mel Trotter was... a was a barber. And I, bl- I believe he was, was he in Illinois at one time and, and in, uh, it was around the, 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 early, uh, the late 1800s or early 1900s and, and, and he, was, he, was, he was just a drunk. I, I mean, just, just a drunk. And he'd come home one day and his child had died and and he thought he was the cause of that. And he goes off on another drunk. And he gets so drunk, or he gets to want to drink so bad that, that he ends up selling his shoes. Now, now he, he's, uh, I believe by this time he's in Michigan. He may be around Grand Rapids at this time. I can't remember. Maybe it was Chicago. I'll get the story right here in a minute. But he does end up in Grand Rapids before it's over with. But he sells his shoes and he's up around Chicago and, 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 he, and he's up there and he's cold and he's homeless and he's shoeless. And it's snowing. And he done all that just so that he could have a drink. Now that's got a hold of you. That's something, that's something that's got a hold of you. When you're willing to sell your shoes uh, in cold weather so that you can have a drink, that's got a hold of you. There was a gentleman that used to live up above us where I grew up at. Uh, and my dad's told me stories about him that he would take light bread uh, and filter out shoe polish and drink the alcohol out of it. Filter out the dye out of the shoe polish, the liquid shoe polish, and drink it. It's got a hold on you. 
You know, we go back to the text verse where it talks about that wine is a mocker and strong drink is a rage and he that is deceived thereby is not wise. That's got you. So Mel Trotter, he found himself wandering in into Chicago there at the Pacific Garden Missions. And he heard a message preached and he got saved. Ain't that wonderful? God can save drunkards. You know. My wife sings that old song, God still, God saves old sinners. And it starts out, the drunk on the street. (laughs) I'm glad God still saves old sinners. We have no business as His people uh, messing with that stuff. Number three, it'll cost. At the end of it all, uh, it'll cost. You remember what it said over here? That at the end, it does what? It bindeth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. It costs you physically. Give you a hangover. Cause health problems. Give you liver problems and all kinds of other things. It'll cost you money. It'll get in your pocketbook. It'll get in your home. And it can really cost you your life. As I looked at this, I was reminded about how that it keeps men from considering the Lord. I remember Brother Ted told me this one time, Brother Ted Pegram, uh, he, he said, before I got saved, uh, he said, I used to keep a beer sitting on the nightstand because somewhere in the middle of the night, he said, God was going to wake me up and bother me about my eternity. And he said, I would sit there in the bed and drink that beer and go back to sleep. Isaiah chapter 5, he said, Woe unto them that rise up early in the morning, and they that follow strong drink, that continue until night, till wine inflame them, and the harp and the viol, the tabret, the pipe, and the wine, are in all their feasts, or in their feasts, but they regard not the work of the Lord, neither consider the operation of His hands. He said, They follow that all they know, from morning till evening, they're drinking, they have their music going on, but they never consider God. Never think about it. He went on to say, therefore my people are gone into captivity. He's talking about Israel. He's talking about His people. Because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst and therefore hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoices shall descend into it. Folk think they're having a good time. But it's going to send them to hell. That's, that's what's going to happen. The problem with that is, is you, as moms and dads, you, you have to be so very careful what you let your children watch you do and see you do. Because you know what? They're probably just going to take after you. I know it don't happen all the time. But it sure could. I'm glad tonight that God still saves old sinners. He said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. He said, That's the way you are. But that ain't how you are now. You got saved from that. 
I love to hear the stories of sinners getting saved. I love to hear testimonies of what God saved somebody from. I love that. Because I know He's real. And I know He makes a difference in folks' life. But you know what I love to hear more than hearing about what God saved somebody out of? It's what He saved them from and kept them out of it. A lot of people think they, 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 they've got to get into a mess of sin so that they can have a good testimony. Later on, the best testimony you have is God saved me young and kept me out of all that mess and I've served Him all my life. That's, that's the best thing that you can ever say about what He kept me out of. I love that. I'm glad I never messed with that stuff. I ain't telling you I didn't have my problems growing up and that we didn't get into trouble. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you this stuff right here will get you and it's become socially, morally, and religiously accepted. And folk thinks it's okay when it is not okay. God, never, never do I find where He puts His blessing on this stuff. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause and redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine and they that go to seek mixed drink. Wine is a mock and strong drink is a raging. And he that is deceived thereby is not wise. It's something you need to stay away from. Let's bow our heads tonight.